I was really inspired by uh, an architect and sociologist, uh, Jonah Friedman, because he, during the 70s, he imagined uh, special cities made, made up um, of mobile structure and with the user himself designed his own built environment. So um, I was guided by, uh, by this utopia. Welcome to the Story of Design podcast. I'm Karina, your host, creator of the design story, who truly believes that there is so much more to design than meets the eye. This is a podcast that asks the why around design. We'll dig into designers, creative thinkers, and businesses that have stakes in shaping the future of the design industry. I'm inviting you all to join me in connecting with the effects of good, well thought of design. So let's begin. This episode is sponsored by BioLiving, an innovator in sustainable weaving practices for design and architectural applications. It has been amazing and so humbling that so far all the people we had on the show have had very different expertise, very different passion, and very different approach to design. And I think this really just highlights how interdisciplinary design is and how it is sort of the common vocabulary in many areas of work. And Emma Cognier here is no different. She is a craft designer who really dives deep into materials from our man-made surroundings, or in other words, she explores materials from and in context of the surroundings. Emma's works cross-pollinates across the boundaries of textile, craft, and contemporary furniture, and with this, she is trying to investigate how to add value and expressiveness to the living environment with textile as the medium. So some awards that she has gotten include, but are not limited to, the Minister of Higher Education Prize Award winner in 2018 at Tremlin, the TL Magazine Award winner in 2018, and finalist of the Dorothy Waxman International Textile Design Prize in 2018 in New York. So really pleased to have you, Emma. Nice to meet you. <laughs> How did you come to growing such passion on materials or textile? Uh, so I think I've always um, nurtured a strong interest in arts and that I first experimented uh, at school by um, studying theater uh, and uh, performing arts. And um, I realized that I was attracted more about the, the backstage, um, and uh, I began to wonder more about the dramatic uh, aspect of space and objects. And um, so my passion for textile is born with a, f um, a strong interest to create and, and think with my hands. And I've developed a, a knack for textiles by uh, learning traditional techniques first, like mm. uh, weaving, embroidery, uh, dyeing, and so I think I started by focusing on the matter before gradually move uh, towards the volume and objects. And um, I think uh, I went in I went in in Africa when I was a child, and also in other country. And my my travels um, um, and my experiences also, um, I became more aware of the significance of uh, preserving human know-how. And um, 
So I've come to think about textiles because it involves a cultural and a symbolic dimension that enables me to reconnect to human values. And that's interesting coming from a theater background because, as you said before, you are interested in the set. So it's putting the materials in context that got you interested. And that really speaks through because we think your work is very unique. You approach materials or textile in the context of interior and exterior space instead of looking just at the object. So what's the thought behind it? I, I think I want to make visible um, a construction component with the project uh, that you saw at Collectible, the, Turo, the Turborama partition. Uh, so I wanted to to make visible material user usually hidden inside walls and um, to play with its personality and uh, its na narrative potential to explore interior and exterior duality. Uh, so Turborama is, is a partition that, that brings to light um, an interpretation approach to material consumption and uh, industrial standardization that's open up to multiple possible variations and allows uh, development up to an architectural scale. So I think, yeah, this, this project, um, it's also because the, the, the materials that I choose to work is, um, is enough strong to, to, resist, to resist outdoor use and even hostile environment. I wanted to, to give back to textile its original shelter functions as, mean, as a means of isolating and protecting oneself. So um, I think, yeah, Truboama raises a new special textile approach able to be grafted to the existing architecture. And when you put textile in context or in a space, that means function now becomes an integral part of it, right? As well as the aesthetics, because now you have to think also about the spatial experience, for example. Um, so how do you view having function and aesthetics together in your works? Yeah. Uh, so to me, uh, when it comes to define an object, uh, material and form are uh, simultaneously shaped. My, my design process is both methodical and intuitive. Uh, there are always a back and forth between the function and final aesthetics of the object, which are therefore indefinitely linked. Um, I think the, the, the aesthetics of my work are based on uh, limited tools and uh, unusual processes with materials that involve um, an economical and alternative use of resources. So I'm attracted to techniques um, as effective or uh, as rudimentary uh, using um, assembly methods to find a way for seemingly disparate elements to, to combine. So my work following collage and assembly principles, which already are an aesthetic choice by showing the way the, the object is manufactured. Hmm. And uh, so with Tuburama, the, the, the partition, uh, the, the function meets aesthetics by playing with rhythm, uh, composition and colors. And um, I made a lot of experiments on small and large scales and uh, tasted different rope qualities to develop variations and filter density. So the visual impact of the objects uh, makes sense all on a larger scale and the color 
plays an, an essential role because uh, Tioboama is visible from distance and uh, it's like a skeleton that fills up space and interacts with, um, with architecture. Focusing on the, on the filter quality, I played with lights that um, naturally produces graphic and vibrating shadows, so bringing up uh, an upgraded visual and functional value. Wow, that's already a long list of things that a single textile can do. So that's amazing. Um, but I'm also pretty sure that through the work, you are also hoping to challenge the idea of what is textile and the life cycle that it traditionally has. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, I started this project by um, uh, observing and, and gathering waste on the construction sites that keep invading Brussels city. Um, mm. And I wanted to create stuff with, with what already exists um, and reusing materials from my imme immediate surroundings. And I was really inspired by uh, an architect and sociologist, uh, Jona Friedman, uh, because he, during the, the, nine, uh, the 70s, um, he imagined uh, special cities made, made up um, of mobile structure and with the user himself designed his own built environment. So um, I was guided by, uh, by this utopia. And uh, so Choborama raises issues related to today's architecture facing to the um, facing other housing and ecologic uh, crisis. And so because I'm, I'm interested in the development of new ref refurbishments and self-construction practices to question new waves of living in common and shared space. So Choborama is designed to adapt itself to the user needs. It's like a customized textile partition that, that can define uh, intermediate, uh, temporary or permanent areas uh, whose organization evolves as our activity goes by. So I think uh, as a result of this project, maybe I would like to involve more collective issues by doing local or, and social interventions because right now I'm working with a, an architect collective um, whose current work is centered on an alternative way of uh, refurbishing an old monastery located in the north of France. Um, and by bringing them my uh, knowledge of textile materials, we work together uh, on designing canopy beds for the opening of an alternative hostel. And the furniture is inspired by um, both medieval canopy beds, 19th century thermal techniques, and uh, Japanese minimalist habitats. Mm. So by superim superimposing textile walls, the bed closing is made from industrial tops and linen that allows for thermal insulation and sensory well-being. So I think I see my practice as fundamentally collaborative and it's through this experience and initiative that, that I make bridges between disciplines such as textile, craft uh, and architecture. Yeah, it's really great actually to challenge the idea of a place. Like what is a house really? Does it have to be enclosed within walls and furnished with this and that? Maybe it doesn't have to be this complex, right? And it actually takes me back to studying behavioral psychology back in college, where we sort of figured that placemaking, a lot of it is 
psychological more than physical. So when we refer to a home, we are actually talking about the territory more than we are talking about the physical space. So we can turn a corner into a home and a family is our home too, right? As long as we feel safe, we feel secure and we can relate to it. And all of these are not expensive to create. It doesn't have to be this architectural structure that is expensive to build, right? So on Turborama itself though, Emma, what was the making process like? So yeah, Turborama is made from uh, only ropes and um, plastic shed. And so it is hand knotted, which allows for uh, variations in reeds, colors and density and can be placed in many different combinations and dimensions. So um, the plastic chest is made from uh, polypropylene and is traditionally used to protect uh, electric cables. And it's um, recyclable, inexpensive and weather resistant. And um, so plastic chest is broken down and put back together like a construction set and um, the rope connects the system and uh, it's used for its resistance elasticity because the, the partition is also um, flexible um, uh, vertically. vertically yeah yeah and um, and each for me it was important that each material remains uh, intact that means that the, the partition uh, textile could uh, can be unlast and and reused so um, i think i'm interested in in thinking of uh, textile as robust and sustainable materials able to be easily handled uh, transport and still functional even uh, even when worn out so i think my my in my making process i, I usually remove materials from their usual context and insert them into another to find surprising outcomes that could be translated into into functional design proposal, and I'm by going deep into matter, color, and line, it results in, in a vision that shows uh, unexpected textures and uh, and infinite possibilities for variations. Uh, so that's that's what I like about textile. I think it's it's building, deconstructing, and always being able to to remake uh, mm -hmm. and recreate. And I have grown an interest in materials from um, our daily artifacts using textile techniques to carry and embody their concealed meanings. So textile make me think on how to connect things together in a, in a physical and metaphorical way. And, uh, and with this playful approach, uh, I gather elements that seem contradictory at first glance until they can complement and enhance each other. And um, I think for me, always a process that uh, I have when I, I'm, I define an object. I see. So it's that surprise element. And I think early on in the conversation, you mentioned that textile involves a cultural and symbolic dimension that enables you to reconnect human values, right? Um, what exactly do you mean by those human values? Yeah, I, I think it's because textile is about gesture and heritage. That's why I mean with this um, um, human value, it's because uh, 
you, you are very close to a tradition and um, with um, a know-how and that's what I like with textile. It's also um, the history, the, the culture, and you can really mix things together to, to, to have an overview of what's, what exists in the world of, um, mm. and to preserve. I think it's very important because uh, a lot of techniques are disappeared. And uh, I think with textile, I want to, to find a way to reinterpret it or um, valorize conventional technique with, uh, with materials that, with actual materials. Right. So it seems like a lot of it is symbolic. Yeah. Yeah, symbolic. It's because textile, it's like uh, you have a lot of meaning behind textile in, in the pattern, in the, in the color. Uh, each, uh, each choice or each detail, it's important. And, um, nice. I'm just curious, what other fields are you interested in exploring with this textile making process? I think I'm really interested to integrate uh, textile um, in architecture, um, also in, um, of course, in a sustainable way, but um, maybe to involve the um, people to, to more think about the, the making process because the partition that I design, it's, um, it's a craft um, manufactured process, but it's very, it's also uh, a bit long to do. And um, I wanted to make me, to, to make something um, bigger. So now I'm thinking how to improve the process. And mm. that's why I was thinking about involve uh, people in the process or to find a way to produce maybe not too fast because that I, I like also that the process is um, not slow but uh, takes time but um, I think in architecture you, I, it could be very interesting to because there's already there's, it exists already practice in about self-construction or this kind of thing that could be mm. interesting yeah and maybe if you come from uh, being inspired by theater set, you can ex also explore sound yeah. and the cinematography, right? So thanks so much, Emma, for sharing. We really appreciate your time. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please connect with us on our website and social media. Our Instagram is the design story with two Y's because one Y was already taken. But in all seriousness, we would really love to hear from you. So shoot us feedback, questions, and share with your friends. If this is your first time on Story of Design, welcome to the community. Subscribe and leave a review if this motivates you in some ways. Take care and stay inspired. <laughs>